You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. This is AJ Black here. Happy Friday, everyone. Hope you've had a great week. On today's show, we're going to look at the transfers at Boston College. I'm going to go through and talk about each one and give you kind of my rankings on their importance uh, in terms of this year's roster. I'll give you that. The previous week's practice, uh, I'll give you some of the names that are starting to pop off on the uh, practice charts and uh, give you some names to watch for. There was a big one I think that's really exciting. And then we're going to jump into the news. So let's jump into the news first. That's how we always start our Locked On Boston College podcast. And the first piece was the Senior Bowl. Now, the Senior Bowl is a postseason fun all-star game for all the seniors and graduating uh, juniors or anyone who's declaring for the draft. Now, it's a big exhibition game in Mobile, Alabama, and it's hosted by Reese's. I love Reese's. And tons of scouts from the NFL are there to watch those workouts. Last year, Hunter Long was the uh, participant from Boston College. He didn't actually play in the game. He practiced with the team all week, though. Uh, he was the one. And now this year, Boston College has four players uh that are on the watch list, which is basically kind of like the, oh, they could get invited, who knows, and things could change. Those players were, no surprise, three of the offensive linemen. That'd be Alec Lindstrom, Zion Johnson, and Ben Petrula. Um, I, I mean, if I was to guess right now, I would bet Lindstrom and Zion are going to get it anyways. Petrula, he could play his way into it, but he would be more of a long shot. And then Trey Barry, the tight end from uh, Jackson State, he also was a... Um, on the watch list. Now, if you're looking at snubs, I always like to look at, wow, who do they leave off? The biggest one to me was Deion Jones, the safety. I think he's pretty good. Um, I think he's got a lot of potential, but he's going to be one of those guys that's going to have to show it. And and most of the guys that are on this list in terms of uh, watch list, all have to show it, right? It's going to be like, so Deion Jones is one. Marcus Valdez is another, another name that I think of someone who could take that next step. I think um, a lot of people, I just saw Mike Farrell had him on his underrated players of the ACC. If Valdez takes that step forward, I've always said with him, if he, if he got a, like a hair faster or a hair stronger, he's going to be really good. And from everything they've said, you know, with weight training, and everything he has. So be interesting to see what he will do this year. He's a smaller defensive end, but, Leverage can be interesting when you're smaller at that position, so we'll have to wait for that. Those were two ones. Another one that didn't surprise me was Brandon Sebastian. Again, he's got to kind of show it. He's going to get out there and have bigger games uh, in order to make it onto that watch list. Now, the big thing to remember, too, with the Senior Bowl is that by the end of the season, any player that um, declares for the draft, if they're a junior or a red cert sophomore, they've done their three years, if they declare, they can still go to the NFL draft, just like Hunter Long did last year. I mean, they can go to the Senior Bowl, just like Hunter Long did last year. So that that opens up some interesting possibilities for Boston College. Could someone like Zay Flowers or Phil Jakovic, I know you guys don't want to talk about it now, but could they end up in the NFL draft? That's a very big possibility. I think it's something worth watching for as they head into um, – the end of the season. I mean, I don't want to talk about them and I want to get, you know, let's enjoy the season first, but they could be two names to watch for. And there's other players out there too that could obviously declare early, such players as, you know, Jalen Gill or Tyler Vrabel. There's, you know, there's different possibilities. So 
it's just fun. It's a watch list to look out for. So those are where they're at with that. Now, the other piece of news has to do with recruiting. And I know whenever I talk recruiting, the uh, the hits blow up because everyone wants to talk about it. So the name to watch for is Cam Johnson. And that's the name everyone has been talking about for the last couple of weeks because everyone's hoping that Boston College can kind of wrap up their recruiting class with a four-star. And that is what Cam Johnson is. Cam Johnson is from St. Francis Academy. That's the same school as four-star cornerback uh, C.J. Burton. And then this year, they have Jamal Hood and Jude Bowery, an offensive lineman uh, from St. Francis as well. This is a school that has a great relationship with defensive coordinator, uh, sorry, defensive backs coach Azar Abdul Rahim. And it's in that, you know, that DMV area where he just kind of knocks it out of the park. Now, with Cam Johnson, it's between Boston College and Virginia Tech. Now, he's done visits to both. I believe he's done an official and an unofficial visit to Virginia Tech, and that was the last visit. So keep an eye on that. The other piece to look for as well is that Boston College has a handful of cornerbacks already. They have, as I said, Jamal Hood. They also have um, uh, Amari Jackson. While Virginia Tech only has one. They just got Mansoor Dulane, uh, another defensive back today. So... It could be. I don't know. We'll have to talk about it. I will have my official prediction. I have to. Th- I, I have to stew about it a little bit. I got to think about this a little bit more. I will have my prediction on where Cam Johnson happens on the BC Bulletin page under our premium section. So if you want more information, if you like recruiting, then check that out. But I know that he's like a name that everyone wants. So this will be an interesting one, and I have some interesting thoughts that I'm kind of working through here. And finally, in terms of this is just a plug for me. I haven't had a chance to brag yet, but I finally got my my blue check on Twitter. So it's AJ Black is now officially verified on Twitter, so it's easy to find. Um, You'll find my posts. They usually pop up more frequently now. I promise you I won't be annoying. So if you haven't already, find me, and you'll see the little blue check mark. It means I'm important. Yay. I don't know. I I thought it was cool. I was was waiting for that. Just so you know, too, I was rejected, I think, twice before that. Um, But that was because of my attention to detail, where I screwed things up on their application. I had a friend from Clemson help me out, and we got it done pretty quick. So uh, check me out on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC. And if you like this podcast, make sure you check out Locked on ACC. It's hosted by Candace Cooper, You it, and it involves a rotating amount of guests uh, from around the Locked on network, including yours truly. I will be, once we hit football season, be talking to her about Boston College and Clemson. Those are the two schools. We don't have a Clemson podcast yet, so I get to cover them um, for the podcast. And it's not covered, just talk about them. Um, but we'll be talking about those games, and you can check out everything. We talked about this week the Olympics. We talked about Simone Biles. We talked about all sorts of different things about the ACC as well that you're going to want to check out. Check out Locked on ACC wherever you get your podcast. Now, let's talk about Sweat Block. Sweat Block is doctor created, doctor recommended for those men and women who sweat and I sweat a ton and this is where you need to have it now me I go out there and you know I go to a wedding if I go out if I go outside in a suit right now or a, or a shirt I'm gonna sweat through it it's just um, I'm a sweaty guy and I hate it but you need to check out sweat block it works for seven days per use it's dry shirt guarantee if your sweat block doesn't keep you dry you get your money back. It's a simple little wipe. You just wipe the areas that you feel like you sweat and boom, it's it's easy to go. Now, whether it's for a big presentation or a hot date, anyone can benefit and it's easy to use and it's easy to carry. You can just throw it in your toiletry bag and boom, you have it. Now, I know this sounds really good to be true, but I literally only have to use sweat block once or twice a week and it keeps me dry the whole time. No pitting out, no more make, picking up my shirts. 
uh, based on what color hides the best sweat. Now, get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code Locked On or at Amazon and CVS. Welcome back. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. We are talking about summer football camp, and I'm giving you all the updates that you need for the Boston College Eagles. If you haven't been able to, you know, catch some of our posts online or read and watch some of the um, awesome recaps that they've done um, on Twitter, this is going to be the place to go for your recaps of practice. Now, as I've said before, for the media at Boston College, even if I could go to practice, and right now I can't get to some of them, um, they only have 25 minutes open to the public. So it's not like I could sit there and watch three hours and go, oh, that guy stood out and this guy stood out. Uh, It's a little bit challenging that way. But we'll go with what they have and we'll we'll, we'll give you the, the... the, the details that you, you need. Now, the name, so when we're looking at practice, right, you're not going to see all of the names that you normally see because, you know, they're not going to push out, you know, that Zay Flowers had a big game or a big practice or Phil Dracovic. You know, they'll say they hit passes here or there. For me, the practice notes that really stand out to me are the names that you're not used to seeing. You know, the names that are guys up on the rise, guys that maybe have earned Halfley's trust and are, are rising up the depth chart. And there was a few today that I thought are worth talking about. And none was bigger than Jaden Williams, who's a freshman wide receiver from Texas. Now, he's not even the biggest wide receiver name that they got, right? They, they also landed um, Lewis Bond and Dante Reynolds, both from Kenwood in Illinois. But Jaden Williams is a name you're going to want to watch for because... Today, he had four touchdowns during their practice session. Four. And he drew comparisons in the notes to Zay Flowers. They said they saw a little bit of Zay in him and the way that he moves and the quickness that he has. I know Tyler Calvaruso um, from 247 Sports said something very similar about um, his his preview of Williams when he did his recruitment. So, Jaden Williams, man, uh, you know, I think what's really interesting here is how deep Boston College's wide receiver crew is because we didn't even talk about Jaden Williams. I mean, I, I've previewed him a little bit, but I didn't know he would be this good. Um, and it's only practice, so I can't really get into it. But, you know, practice warriors sometimes can turn out to be game day flops. But, I, you know, excitement, right? You get excited. Four touchdowns. That's good. Um, and that, that means he's going to be playing sooner rather than later. So now you look at the wide receiver group. You have Kobe White, who Halfley has talked about as being a guy who is getting better. Now, he said today, or uh, yesterday, excuse me, Halfley said that Kobe is looking better every single day. You know, there's some little things that he's he's working through. Um, but with a month left, he thinks that he's going to be ready to go game one. Um, and he's seeing all the things that made him an exciting. I think the other thing that Halfley said was, I see all the things that make him an exciting wide receiver when I looked at his tape from 2019. So you have, you have White back. You have Zay Flowers, obviously. We don't, I don't need to talk about Zay. Everyone knows about Zay. You know what you're getting there, an explosive wide receiver. So you have two. You also have Jalen uh, Gill, who on my site uh, today under um, one of my premium articles, I, I give it a little award, and I'm not going to tell you what exactly it is, but I have huge expectations for Jalen Gill this year, and I think he may have numbers that parallel uh, Zay Flowers, and, and I'll, I explain why on my post, but... So you have those three already. Then you add in C.J. Lewis, a big target down in the red zone. You know, 6'3", big uh, guy that can high point balls. You have Jelani Gill, uh, another wide receiver who kind of, you know, stepped up. And then you have these two wide receivers you haven't even played yet, uh, Ethan Williams and Taji Johnson, who did, we haven't seen either of them in games in a while. 
they, you know, this team has incredible depth at wide receiver and to have Jaden Williams come in and automatically like, Ooh, you could get him into, you might need to get him into games. You're all of a sudden thinking, okay, how are they going to fit him in there? Because you want him to play. If he's as good as Zay Flowers, you're not going to bench him. If you have two Zay Flowers out there, and I think Jaden Gill could be the other one, Jalen Gill, you could have three out there that are really good. That makes you an explosive offense. So uh, J- that the Jaden Williams news I thought was really interesting. The other big name that popped up was Isaiah Henderson, and I've talked about him before. He missed all of 2019 with an injury, but he is back. He's a defensive tackle. He's a redshirt freshman, and you know he had a big um, big practice today during had a tackle for loss uh, during 11 on 11. So he's a name I think could, you could watch out for because you have you know. Um, Boozy on Wuka at defensive tackle, but that other tackle position is open and it could go to TJ Ram. It could go to Chris Banks. It could go to Cam Horsley, but Isaiah Henderson could go get it too because Jeff Halfley has said all camp long, he loves competition and the guys that earn it are going to get it. That's a position, that second defensive tackle position. I think someone's going to have, you know, maybe someone could jump up and maybe it could be um, Isaiah Henderson. So he's one to watch for. And another name to watch for, I'm not sure what he'll play for a role this year, but I like to talk about is Jake Bazico, who is a transfer from UMass. He had 15 tackles, four tackles for a loss, a sack and a forced fumble for the Minutemen last year. He transferred to BC. I believe he's a preferred walk-on, uh, but he had another big practice, so he's another name to watch for, along with Donovan Azaraku, who I've talked about as well. So you get all these new names on defense, and maybe some of them will jump up to get that starting role. I think a lot of the starting spots on the offense are already kind of drilled in, but there's a lot of competition, and that's what Jeff Halfley wants. He wants competition on defense, and I think he's found it. So that's exciting, and, you know, we're going to continue as we get closer to the to game time. We're going to get into more of these practices. I, I hope to get to a scrimmage. I hope they open a scrimmage to us um, so that I can watch a full practice and get, like, the full experience and tell you more about the players. Uh, but for now, this is this will work, and I, I can give you some more. And in our final segment, we'll do the press part. So Jeff Halfley talked about the transfers, and I'm going to talk to you about what these transfers could bring to Boston College in 2021. And I'll rank you on who I think could be the most beneficial to, you know, who could be just a complimentary player. Before we do that, Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Before the next pitch, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. And with football opening up, Bet Online is a fast and easy way to get involved in all your football wagers as well. Head on over to Bet Online and use promo code Locked On to receive that 50% welcome bonus. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Now let's talk about Built Bar. And a little side note: if we're talking about Built Bar, I hope you saw the the news about the BYU thing that Built Bar did. Built Bar gave out 36 scholarships to walk-ons part, as part of the BYU program, and they did a really cool. Um, uh, presentation to them during team practices. I thought that was really neat. Um, and it was really, you know, you don't get proud of some of the sponsors, you know, they're just sponsors. But this one I did. I thought I was like, wow, I'm glad I, I, I talk about Bilt Bar. And not just because of that, because they're delicious too. Now, Bilt Bar comes in nine delicious flavors and they include coconut, uh, coconut, coconut, uh, almond, cookies and cream, double chocolate, you name it, they have it. 
and they're delicious. They're 100% covered in chocolate, and they are soft and easy to chew. There's 17 to 18 grams of protein in most of them, calories ranging from 130 to 180 calories. And with only four to five grams of sugar, you are not going to beat this. They're delicious. Head on over to BuiltBar.com, sorry, Bilk.com, and use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll receive 15% off your order. Use promo co- code LOCKED15 at Bilt.com. Good. Um, you know, luckily they've been here. You know, IGM's really starting to understand the defense. Um, you know, so he's playing really well. Woodby's another guy. Um, you know, we're thankful he's been here since January, so really starting to, you know, understand the defense. The nice part is it's, you know, they're part of the team now. It's not like they just got here. So they worked all off season. They know the guys. Um, so it's not like you're out there and say, well, that's a transfer, that's a transfer. You know, we're all here now, but the guys are doing nice. Trey Bear, we've talked about. Um, you know, Chris Banks is doing a good job, but, you know, they're integrated really well and they're competing with everybody here. And like I said, hopefully, you know, they'll help us win some games this year. That is Jeff Halfley, uh, Boston College head coach, talking about the transfers that have uh, been included into his program. Now, he, he kind of goes on to talk about why they have transfers on the school and in the program and, you know, how he decides them. He wants to make sure that they have a relationship with someone in the program or at least someone has had eyes on them, whether they're a good fit for their locker room because culture is very important. Now, he grabbed, I think, five or six this offseason. And each one, I think, is going to play an important role in Boston College's upcoming season. Now, let's look at who some of these players are. Now, the, the most important to me has to be Jaden Lars Woodby. Jaden Lars Woodby is a safety from Florida State. He was a former four-star slash five-star, depending on where you look, uh, recruit one a, another blue chipper, just like Phil Dracovic, just like Jalen Gill, that Boston College was able to bring in on this time on the defensive side of the ball. He's a safety but can play linebacker. They can move him all over the place. And in a defense that is in dire need of a playmaker, Jaden Lars Woodby could be that. He has the ability to take over games. You see a film of him just wrecking quarterbacks um, on blitzes. He's lightning fast. And I think the change of scenery for Jaden Lars Woodby is going to make him a very, very good defensive back and one of the best defenders Boston College has on a defense that is in dire need of someone like him. So he's going to be my most important because right after him, number four is like right below him is Trey Barry, the tight end. And, you know, Chris, our listener who always jokes about me uh, being in love with tight ends and the whole jokes about that. I, 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 I think Trey Barry is going to be it. You know, he's six four. He's got a huge wingspan. He moves like you know. I saw people comparing him to a poor man's Kyle Pitts. And you know, I'll, if you compare any tight end to Kyle Pitts, sign me up. And he gives them another weapon. Now, I've talked in the first segment about the wide receivers. You get a tight end like that that can, you know, eat up a linebacker with his speed or use his size to destroy a safety. Add that in with Zay Flowers, Jalen Gill. And some of these, you know, Kobe White and some of these other players, that defense is all of a sudden, you know, going to have that big of a problem trying to stop this offense. Now, the, the big question mark with Barry is can he transfer it from the FCS game to the FBS game? We'll have to wait and see. Um, I'm excited about that. But let's hear how Barry, let's hear from Barry himself. Yeah, he talked to the media after Thursday's practice about what he thinks about Boston College. Uh, I knew Boston College was going to be a great fit. Um, I have Irish roots, um, uh, great school academically, and then the history of the tight ends. Uh, that's always kind of been pretty great. And then 
Um, it's been going really well. The coaches are doing a tremendous job uh, helping me learn the offense, learn all the installs. They're, um, they're, they're coaching me up like a like I've never been coached before. And it's, uh, it's awesome. I'm really enjoying it. That was Trey Berry, the tight end for Boston College. Now, as I said, he's a he's exciting. He's exciting as well. Coming at number three in terms of value to this team, I'm going to put Chris Banks, the defensive tackle. And the reason I put Chris Banks on there is because he could play multiple uh, years for BC, and BC's in dire need of some good depth at that defensive tackle position. So I put him up there. I don't give him enough credit sometimes. And I feel like he should be up there. And right below him is Isaiah Graham Mobley. And I, I, I was debating on both. Actually, you know what? I'm flipping this. Isaiah Graham Mobley just ahead of Chris Banks. Isaiah Graham Mobley. Um, you know, BC has been talking up how good he has been during practice. BC is in desperate need of somebody to step up for linebacker, and there's no better one to step up than Isaiah Graham Mobley, who, like Chris Banks, is coming from Temple. Um, so they're coming from defenses that didn't play all that well. However, a change of scenery for anyone can be good. You know, you saw what Boozy and Wuka did last year. You saw what Deion Jones did. Maybe the same can be happened for Banks and Graham Mobley. And finally, I, you know, I hate putting him down there, but I'm going to put Alex Sinkfield near the bottom. And I'm only saying that because I feel like Boston College can get away with not running the ball. I feel like as much as I want to see them do it, with this offense, they may not need to have a dynamic runner. It'd be nice. But maybe they have a guy that can just get three or four yards a carry. Sinkfield's going to be an explosive runner. And if they really are serious about keeping the offense balanced, he could play a bigger role. I just feel like with an offense like they have, Travis Levy's fine. Pat Garwo, I feel like, could take a step up. Sinkfield could be good too, but he's not as important as some of these other guys. Well, folks, that's all I got today. As you can hear probably from this, I've had to pause this numerous times. I have a, oh my gosh, I've had this cold. My son just started up daycare again in the last couple of weeks and the the colds he's brought home to me have knocked me on my butt. And so I have no voice left and I need the weekend to recover from this. So I hope you all have a great weekend. I'm going to be sucking on cough lozenges and drinking tea. I hope I'll talk to you all again soon and uh, we'll see you again on Monday. Take care, everyone.